going? Everything's going? Yes, yes, yes. Is the audio recording? Yes, yes, yes. Everything's on? Yes, it's going. All right. Action. Uh huh. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit that bell. And if you're uh, tuning in on your favorite platform, thank you for tuning in. My name's T. My name is Lizzie. And this is Club Culture. Episode six. Episode six. Yeah. Tell them. Man, tell them. You want Ah. tell them. Tell them. So we I I wanna tell y'all because because we recorded an episode six. An hour and thirty minutes. And it deleted. <laughs> it deleted. But we back. We it back. Crashed. We back. It crashed. It crashed. But we back. We back. We back. Technical we got, difficulties. We got some old content for y'all. So we gonna, we gonna redo episode six. Yes. And this time, it's gonna be better than the last time. So, kick it with us. Aight, Period. Aight. Period. Let's how you, how you uh, feel about the first episode with a guest, with Shawnee? Oh, that was good. It was real good. Um, That's my girl. You know what I'm saying? Home girl, it was real good. It was real good. I love Shani. She did her. She did her thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, she actually is. She's back in Atlanta now. So. Okay. Yeah, she's back just to moved, them books. She just moved back on Sunday. So straight A's. If it ain't straight A's, you can't come back, Shani. Oh. But and she definitely gonna see this because she be watching. <laughs> but yeah, she just moved into her apartment. Everything. She doing good. She doing good. That's so. good. That's good. Um, yes, Sean, thanks for coming. Yeah, man. Thank you, and thanks to all the f- new viewers and watchers we got from your uh, your episode. Appreciate absolutely, it. Absolutely. Shit, we went, um, we had got a nice little 80K views on a reel on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, a, nice, it was a nice um street interview that uh, Lucky did out in uh, New York. Shout out to Lucky. That, shit, that motherfucker went up on Instagram. I was proud to see that. We need y'all to follow our social medias, please, please. We got all these numbers doing great on Instagram, but y'all not following us. We need y'all to follow us back so y'all can be a part of the conversation. You might be a street interviewer. We'll see. I don't know. Right. Tuskegee, she said, she said a lot of her friends was in the comments from Tuskegee, so shout out to y'all. Yeah. Shout out to y'all from Tuskegee. Y'all was commenting. Make sure y'all follow us. Yes. Some of them did, but not all of them. Right. It's cool. Right. It's cool. We ain't tripping. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah. Here, if you don't want to follow us then that's on you you could go yes. <laughs> but now nah, we back to get y'all more content thanks for the support yes um and let's get into episode six it was a lot of hot topics a lot topics. a lot of shit y'all was talking about on social media this week right and it was getting on my nerves quite frankly well now the goddamn monkey pox monkey pox we Still recovering from COVID. How are we on to monkeypox? You know, a lot of people be saying they be cooking shit up in the lab. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I'm a science major. So, it do be some stuff that be, we be, you know, making little Petri dishes and stuff. Mm. So, maybe at this point, they could be. They could be in that motherfucker. But at the same time, what... <laughs> How? How are you making something like this that you know is going to spread? I mean, don't get me wrong. These people, they be, they be, this they jobs. This they living. Yeah. They do this for a lifetime. So, like, but monkeypox, though, you gave us COVID-19. 
Now you got shit growing on my face. Nah, that shit is uh, scary looking. You got it growing on my face. On the ten- the testicles, the the genitals too. On people's backs, necks, shoulders, as if a pimple wasn't already enough. I'm. I was looking at bumps in my arms today. Yeah. I ain't been around that many people, but I don't yeah, care anything. Box. Listen. I ain't got monkey pox, but it just makes me paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> any little bump, any little pimple. Right. I see two of them. I'm going to call. I'm, I'm going to check out. Go to the emergency room. But it just room. makes me nervous because, you know, we just had Lala. Mm-hmm. We had Lollapalooza. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, we're going to see Christopher Maurice Brown. And we just keep having these big events. Yes. And they just put in a state of emergency for Illinois. Mm-hmm. So, like... Are we about to start slowly shutting down? Like, we are at 500-plus cases at this point. Yeah. So, are we about to start slowing down? Are we going to cut back on some of this? Or are we just going to keep living life like monkeypox is not attacking us? And that shit is a two- to four-week process of trying to get that shit off you. It's like shingles or chickenpox. Yeah. That's what it's... Not, not saying that the virus is the same. I'm saying the process. Like, it shows up on your skin like rashes, bumps, and then it itches. People say... It hurt. She mm-hmm. was hurts really bad. So like, I just but the part about it that's making me mad, and it's the same stuff that we went through with COVID. Was like when something when it first came out, didn't nobody know how to protect themselves. Didn't nobody know what to do. Yeah, not enough stuff is in the media about. Okay, does gloves work? Does it not work? And then like when COVID first came out, people was wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. But then the CDC came out and said, don't wear gloves because. You're going to contaminate everything else that you touch. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, we got monkeypox that's spread by touching somebody. So like, I'm not supposed to wear gloves because I may affect something else that I touch. But like, what am I supposed to do? So then you got everybody on TikTok. I don't want the monkey. Gee, literally, I'm scrolling on my For You page. Five, six videos straight. Yeah, monkey I keep pox. seeing a bunch of shit monkey about monkeypox. Monkey and, monkey and then they getting all the information from people that got it on, uh, got monkeypox and just like documenting their process. Yeah. But... I don't know, man. I'm 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 staying the crib, G. Now I didn't get COVID. I haven't gotten COVID nineteen yet, thank God. Yeah. Same. And I pray I don't get monkeypox. I would rather get COVID than monkeypox. Absolutely. The aesthetic of monkeypox. But, but the thing about it is, I don't I don't know because people actually die from COVID. Yeah, but we I'm safe. We we are we don't old. have no underlying. Well, I got asthma, but you know. <laughs> I don't have no underlying <laughs> conditions. But well, I think I'm cool. <laughs> hopefully. I don't know, Gene. I don't know. I don't yes, know. Yes, y'all lock up. Stay safe, man. Don't be too don't be out there too much. God definitely stop fucking touching people because we shouldn't be doing that anyway. We just got done. We we're still enduring COVID. So you could like, shake somebody's hand and get monkeypox. Yeah. I'm glad I I work remotely 24-7. Well, I don't know, but hopefully they figure something out fast because I don't want it to be like where COVID, where so many people had it, and and then we was at the point where like so many people had it, and what, and now what? Yeah, like, there was nothing else we could do at that point. Yeah. So like, can we put a stop to this sooner rather than later? Yeah, New York got a thousand cases. They got the most. New York has the most most cases, and then I think it's Cali, Illinois might be next. After that. So then, what you? So you think we going back on lockdown? Everybody's saying lockdown stimulus. Check me, please. Stimulus. I'm check good. Me. I don't need the money. I would rather just not get monkeypox. Right. Like, 
where the f- first of all you get it from animals. So how the hell it, it it get to the U.S. U.S. don't I guess it's been around already. It's just in other countries where you have close right. proximity to to those animals. But like we have so many cases in the U.S. that shit spread. That shit got around quick. Yeah, just like COVID. It's crazy. But y'all y'all stay safe. Hazmat suit if you have to. Man. <laughs> because at this point we ain't safe from nothing. The cheese and, touch. Okay, and in a few months they're gonna come out with some more shit. Motherfucker gorilla hump. So <laughs> Gorilla Hump? Oh my god, are you kidding? But yeah, it's it's getting bad out here, but Oh, okay, y'all okay. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Now, another thing that was uh trending was the waxing at the age of fourteen mm-hmm. for girls. Mm-hmm. Is it um acceptable, acceptable or not? What's your perspective? I know jazz. We missing out on jazz today. We are. So it's just us two today, and I know that she would love this topic. She's an esthetician. Yes, ma'am. Um, so the whole waxing at fourteen thing, I initially is just initially in my head, I'm like, well, what you need to wax at fourteen for? Like, why would you need to do that? But then I started seeing people post like. Oh, well, if I have a 14-year-old daughter and she's in gymnastics, she's a dancer, she's this, she's that, or whatever, she's in activities, then she would need to, like, trim on the sides or whatever. Mm -hmm. So do you want her to use a razor or do you want her to wax? And at that point, I want my child to wax. Because a 14-year-old using a razor is not a bright idea, one. And two, you can mess up your body like that. So, like... And everybody was like saying like, oh, I wouldn't want my daughter to get a wax. What what the hell she need a wax for at 14, da, 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 da. And initially that's what I was thinking about. But then like we have to learn how to stop like sexualizing everything. Everything is not about like, oh, my daughter wants to have sex. She want to get a wax. Like unless she clearly vocalized that, then I don't think we should assume that. I think that maybe this kid is involved in some stuff or maybe in some activities that they may need to clean things up down there. Because mm-hmm. a leotard... For a gymnast, a leotard for a dancer, they're all very, like, very intimate, very close, very V-cut. So, like, and yes, you have on tights sometimes, but the tights are skin colored. Yeah. So, like, do you want the hair to be hanging out the side? When I was a dancer, we was required to shave our underpits. That don't mean I want to go and, hey, take my shirt off. Girls, a little too close for me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Don't mean I want to go and hey, take my shirt off and look at my. You know what I'm saying? It just that's because it was a part of the performance. It was a part of the act. We had to look clean. Yeah. So like, I don't know, G. How you feel about it? Man, I think that it's just really weird how much women and little girls are sexualized. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I do not know why. We don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not saying we should, but like, why don't we ever sexualize men? Right. Like, yes, ethnicities might sexualize men, particular other groups of men. Right. But women, like, we don't really sexualize men like Mm -hmm. that. I think the most I'll see a female say is like, gray sweatpants season, dick prints. Right. But like, I don't see women just slobbing over men and making everything, every topic that has about be about a dude sexualizing little boys. I just don't see that at all. So why do little girls, like, like why are we always sexualized? I think it comes from, like, 
And, and like, I think women are hard on their daughters because they've experienced men sexualize them. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, women will be like, oh, no, you can't wear those shorts. They too short. Or, um, I was just telling, I was just telling my friend about this the other day. Like I was staying at my friend house one time. This when we was younger and I came out the bathroom in my towel. And she was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what you mean? I just, I just got the shower. Like I'm coming to put my clothes on. She was like, we don't do that here. We get dressed in the bathroom <laughs> because I have brothers or whatever. That hot steamy ass bathroom. Who get, I have a brother. I've lived at home with a brother all of my life. Yeah. I've never once said, oh, maybe I should get dressed in the bathroom. I was growing titties and never said, maybe I should get dressed in the bathroom. Yeah. My brother. Cause why, why would I think that my brother is looking at me like that? Yeah. So like, I think that women, because of women's experience with previous men, like, oh, she got them booty. She got that booty hanging out. Or let me see that booty or whatever. That we get so caught up in men sexualizing us that we start to put that on younger girls. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, well, men, you need to check yourself. Yeah. We always put it on the girl. She want to be fast. She want to do this. She want to do that. Yeah. So I think it's a domino effect. Like men are allowed to sexualize us, but then women, instead of mothers growing up and teaching their sons how not to do that mm-hmm. and correcting that behavior. Mm-hmm. We'd rather just try to protect our girls by telling them you don't need to put that on. It's the same thing as like saying, you know, how people be saying, well, she had on a short skirt. Shouldn't, mm-hmm. Isn't that what she wanted? Yeah. No, you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want to do. If you want to yeah. walk down the street with your titties out, fine. That don't mean somebody need to come up and grab them. I like what you said when you said we don't never like change. Uh, change the focus to be on the people that sexualize the women. Right. Like if a grown ass man, see a little ass girl in a bikini and notice that her bikini line is waxed and they got little, whatever going on in their head about sex. You looking a little too hard. Something's wrong with you. Me? No. Oh, yes. 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 Like that, they're the issue. That little girl is not the issue at all. Right. That that person is the issue, and that person needs to be removed from from society. They're not safe yeah. for everybody. Because yeah. if you touch little girls, you're definitely going to touch an older woman. Right. And uh, that's but, my thing. Like little girl, older woman, it doesn't matter who you are. That man has an issue. Yeah. That man, that Even teenage if you're boy, at a grown ass woman like that, they don't make it right. They don't. He still has a problem. You can't control yourself. What yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah. So, like, let's stop sexualizing things that girls normally do. And should be able to do. Like, yeah, 14 is a nice age to have the conversation of, hey, introducing waxing. or Hygiene. It's about hygiene. hygiene. Yes. Because yeah. uh, hair attracts sweat. Sweat attracts smell. And so knowing that you shouldn't have too much hair down there. That, that should be educated to younger women. Mm-hmm. I wasn't given the birds and the bees talks, how to proper, properly keep my uh, woo-ha, uh woo-ha clean and trimmed. And trimmed. Right. I didn't have that shit. And so, like, going on social media and seeing this be a trending topic and just a lack of education or wanting to educate and just shun and sexualize women, mm-hmm. it's like, 
it's just like we gotta really change this narrative, and we got we gotta do better because this little girls that probably are on social media reading this stuff mm-hmm. and thinking of themselves as less or like creating that to be their truth now. Oh no, waxing is for older women, and uh, if I do it, I'm a I'm a little fast ass girl. Right. It's just like that shit is stupid, G. Yeah. Trim your shit. Teach them how to do it. Talk to these girls. Educate them so that they don't grow up to be people like me who was um, insecure about my uh, talking about my woo-ha and managing and that. Because yeah. I grew up with scarring because I was improperly shaving the hair down there. I played mm-hmm. basketball all my life. I didn't like all that sweat. Mm-hmm. I sweat excessively. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, if I, I would have liked to have been taught how to properly like trim and keep it low. Mm-hmm. Waxing, I wish I would have been waxing way earlier than uh, when I actually did start waxing because it is healthier for my sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just like, man, like the shit we be talking about social media can really be educational instead of just judgment. Not to mention, shaving is a lot of work. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever been in a hot ass shower trying to shave, yeah, it don't matter what body part. It could be your underarms, your legs, woo-ha, whatever. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, like, getting your wax changed my life. <laughs> I will never do that ever again. Yeah. Like, it's just such a hassle. So, like, and you and like you said, you don't want to be so, no, don't do that, that your child goes to buy a razor or gets a razor and does something. Yeah. Because I did, I did that. I, I, I was like, oh, y'all not going to let me shave. Because I had real hairy legs growing up. I was mm-hmm. real insecure about it. Because, like, the little boys at school be, damn, all that hair you got on your legs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Shut up. So, one day, I thought that I was going to go in, you know, shave it myself. Yeah. Well, I nicked my leg really yeah. bad. Yeah. I had a huge gaping gash down to the white meat on yep. my leg. Yep. And I had to step out the bathroom and tell my daddy. Embarrassing. Said, Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I said, daddy, I'm bleeding. I was trying to shave my legs. And I still have the scar to this day. Yeah, the fucking scars are hard to, <laughs> to take off your body. I still have this scar to this day. But, like, I'm not saying that's my parents' fault or whatever. But had I not been, like, so nervous about wanting, so nervous. Had I not been so nervous about talking to my mom or my dad about shaving. Yeah. Maybe they could have taught me, instead of them saying, no, don't do it. Maybe they could have taught me how to do it. Or said, okay, you're insecure about your legs. You shouldn't be, but let's go get a let's go get them waxed or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. I do not recommend because I got my legs waxed one time mm-hmm. and it was bad. It hurt. It hurt worse. Than Shit, waxing was waxing my legs so good. It hurt worse than a woo-ha to me. Y'all, you tripping? It did. It no, nah, that that vagina, that motherfucker, it hurt. Boy. It ain't that bad. The legs is bad to me. The shit, I tried soft wax on my legs. Way better than hard wax on the legs, but soft wax on a vagina. That, I was ready to fucking kill. Are you kidding me? I was ready to kill, Jazz. <laughs> Soft wax on Are my vagina? Kidding? No. That is, no, that feel Why like somebody. Why do the hard wax? We, that's what I typically do, but I was oh, trying, okay. we was just trying new stuff. Seeing. The soft wax is with the strips, right? Yeah. Okay. No. That, cool on the legs, but. Why? You not supposed to do that on the. No. You only supposed to do hard wax on the wood. I was just trying to see what, what could be the best way to do it because okay. I ain't like the pain. And that right there. But I've, I'm pretty sure the pain is easier to, to to take the the more you do it the early on you was doing it too you already prepping your skin to, to take that type of stress yeah. compared to shaving shit. It's bad. Yeah. But yeah, man, don't be so hard on the kids. Yeah, man, stop sexualizing our girls, G. It's bad. Get your mind right. What? Get your mind right. Say it one more time. 
Get your mind right. Period. I right. co-sign that. <laughs> Period. Uh. Okay, 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 okay. P-Valley, P-Valley. We're going to go through this one quick. So, P-Valley. Have you watched the latest episode? The one that just came out this past I didn't. Fi- I, I watched half of it. I didn't watch it. I, I, I didn't get to the funeral part. Teak funeral. Oh, you didn't get that. I didn't get to that part. Okay. I watched like the beginning. Uh, what what shorty name? Uh, whisper and roulette. Roulette. Is it whisper? Uh huh. Okay, whisper and roulette. I saw that part. Which part? With them in the hotel with buddy motel okay. with buddy. Okay. We, I, I'm trying not to spoil too much. Okay. Well, we gonna talk about that. Not we don't. We're not gonna talk about the most recent one. We are gonna talk mm-hmm. about the ones before that. So mm-hmm. everything leading up and uh to the most recent one, but we're not gonna get on the most recent one. Now we get this season late. Really, like show us a lot more of their lives outside of the strip club. Mm-hmm. Strip club got a lot of issues going on with COVID regulations and whatnot, and so we really get to see how their upbringings were mm-hmm. and how it led them to like this point they're at in their lives. Mm-hmm. So I was really enjoying. I've been really enjoying season two, with just getting to know the characters more. Uh, we get to see Mercedes and her mom and more on their, that, uh, relationship. And we got to see how her mama was a fucking hoe. Her mama was pipping her out. Right. And it's just crazy that she became this born again Christian. It's, it's good. You want, you want to you want to go ahead and touch it. (laughs) Just go ahead and put your finger on it. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, okay, yeah. Okay, see? okay. You're good. Okay. She got PTSD yes, I do. from that damn episode <laughs> crashing. <laughs> okay. So, yes, yes. Now her mama was a hoe. Her mama was a hoe. Okay. Became a, became a born-again Christian. Right. And been judging her, her daughter ever since she found Christ again. And Mercedes, you taught this girl your ways. She learned how to use men, get money out of men to support herself. Mm-hmm. Became a stripper. And just trying to change her life around because she had a baby. And now her daughter ends up getting pregnant. And so she go through that whole process and seeing her mom and her of how she treated her when she was pregnant with right. Terrica. And she said her mom, Mercedes said her mom didn't give her the option of abortion. Yeah. She made her have the baby. Made her have the baby and still judged her for getting pregnant then aborting the baby because it's against Christianity. Like, right. it's just right. a bunch of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And we got more into Mississippi. Mississippi. Um, Shannon Thornton. Her name, her first name, definitely Shannon. Her it's real Shannon. name It's definitely Shannon, and her last name is a T. I feel like it's Thornton. It Shannon. Yeah, Jazz told us we need to start naming people by their real names and not their character names. <laughs> it's you're right. You're right, Sharon, Shannon Thornton. All right, Shannon Thornton, Miss Mississippi. Yeah. Keyshawn. Yep. Her, we oh we got to see like how she her dad uh uh cheated on the relationship with her mom and uh then found the 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 woman that he was with for all these years. I don't know what was going on with her household with the mom, but Mississippi eventually moved over to the dad and his mistress crib mm-hmm. where she has two daughters, and that's where she was for like high school. Mm-hmm. So that's how she found her way in Chuckalisa because she moved over there. And like the mom, the, the the stepmom, she was she was she was treating uh Miss Mississippi like she's like the black sheep of the family, mm-hmm. not really uh you know stepping up and be a, a mother to her, and le- letting her feel like Cinderella. Right. 
Right. Long story short, she ain't have no love in the household, and so she found it through Derek in high school. Mm-hmm. So that's how she ended up with Derek. Mm-hmm. Got pregnant, tried to go back to the crib. When she got pregnant, because Derek put his hand on her for the first time, mm-hmm. and the stepmom said, no, nah, you can't come over here. You got to deal with all that. Right. You got to figure that out. And so she went back to Derek. Derek said, oh, I'm so sorry. I will never do that to you. My dad, he beat me. That's what I know. And so I'm sorry. I won't do it again. She said, okay. And then she did not know that that's all that she would be dealing with with him is him right. beating on her. Then he did it again and to the kid. And to the kid. Right. So we got cycle of abuse. We got hypocrisy. <laughs> All of that can really, like, your upbringing can really determine the type of person you turn out to be. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I'm getting from P Valley, and that's what I'm getting from real life too. Right. Uh, so I really wanted to talk about that and what your thoughts would be with what you've seen with P Valley and that same theme of your upbringing and how that can determine how you come out. I think it's interesting that. Um... Mercedes has a lot of resentment towards her mother. Mm-hmm. And she always talk about Pastor Woodbine. She can't stand her. <laughs> she can't stand Miss Woodbine. She can't stand her at all. But like, she found herself treating Terrica how her mother treated her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's come that comes from like not getting the help that Mercedes probably needed after dealing with the traumas that her mother caused her. Yeah. Um, and so that can happen a lot. Like, I mean, like in my life and whoever's life, like mm-hmm. period, it can happen in people's lives all the time. If you do not deal with the traumas that other people have caused you, or you do not address those issues, you pass it down through generation. Yeah. And that's how you get like generational curses, curses and people, you know, not take care of the stuff they need to take care of. And, just, you know, like, just stuff just following the family because people don't address it. People don't call it out, especially black families. Black mm-hmm. families like to sweep stuff under the rug. They like to not call people out on their BS. And so I think your upbringing definitely has something to do with how you turn out. Yeah. When I came over here today and I was on the phone and I was talking about that, mm-hmm. I, that's literally what I was just on the phone screaming about. I was talking to somebody or whatever about a situation. And... It literally, people can say all day, like, oh, we was talking about how parents say, like, oh, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that all day, but at the end of the day, you're the example for your child. Yeah. So, yeah, you could say, do as I say, not as I do. But what you're doing, what I'm physically seeing is what I think I should imitate. Mm-hmm. That's why when, when parents get upset that their kids are cursing at school and you want to pop them in the mouth, I never understood that. You're yeah. at home cursing. Yeah. You cursing everybody else out on the block. Yeah. So how you expect me to go to school and not call my teacher a bitch? Yeah. You just call the next door neighbor, old ass lady. You call her a bitch. Yeah. So like what I absolutely think that the way you're taught, the way that your parents teach you things affects how you grow up, whether Mm -hmm. it's traumatic, whether it's good, whatever. And it's up to the person that's being raised by the individual to either take that and run with it or completely switch it and go a total different path, whether it be a good path or a bad path. So I definitely think it got something to do with the way you're brought up though. I don't think anybody turns out the way they are without their past experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. We're going to resurface this, uh, this, this topic later on in the, in the episode. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was the reason I just want to touch on P Valley and get a little checkpoint with everything we've been seeing on the this last on the show made me mad. Yeah, why? The last, the very last one that just came out. Okay, we can't talk about it. Why make you mad? It, you gonna spoil spoil some stuff? I'm not gonna spoil some stuff. I'm not gonna spoil nothing that's not already out. Okay. But this casino, they need to wrap it up. <laughs> the casino, either the casino is coming to Chuck Alisa or it's not. <laughs> Wrap it the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and and, and if Keyshawn don't get out of there, <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to the directors and, and writers of P-Valley. They're definitely prolonging and stories. And get her out yeah. myself. Yeah. That is my card for Lakeisha this season. And if Lakeisha Savage slash Haley Colton <laughs> and, and fake Obama don't get it together. Fake Obama. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's go. The casino, I agree. Come on. I'm, I agree. I'm, but this last episode, you know, with the hotel scene with the um with Roulette and Whisper. Yeah. I want to know what's they what's they significance to the show. Yeah. I'm ready for them to get to that. I, that that's why I'm lost too. Like they I don't get it. We getting we get more. We got first of all we they gave us more episodes this season. But I don't think it's going to be that much more to where we really get to see everything that y'all don't have shown us in every yeah. episode. Like, you show us a bits of something new, and you don't really expound on that story yeah. until two episodes later, and we already at episode eight. We probably got two left. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I really don't understand Teek's character either because, like, he came in and they killed him within, like, he died off within like three or four episodes. And I feel like he could have just spent one episode, one or two episodes of the show and been gone. Like we didn't need three episodes of you and your story we then already for you knew, to die. At that point, we already knew murder was uh, down low. Yeah, we so knew he like, was down low, but Teek story, little murder, uh, I think Teek took a charge for him or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you though. I'm I'm ready to find out why all these new characters came in and what's their purpose. Like Big show. Body, who was oh uh, uh, the DJ? Yeah, that's messing around with Diane. yeah. Like she yeah. gotta have something going on. I keep seeing people have conspiracies about it, but we only got one episode where she actually talked. Right. Keyshawn here now, and he see her. So now I'm sure they finna spend an episode talking about that. Right. Um, how they gonna sneak in Big Body to see how she react and her story of why she on the show while also giving us roulette and whisper? So far, I've only gotten drugs and sex from them. Are we fin- are we gonna get more about Coach and the wife? Is that right. over with completely? Right. Why the fuck you invite Maine back into the story <laughs> if that ain't finna go nowhere? Right. I don't get it. So we'll see. But you know what's pissing me off? The people, the people that's watching it. I can't even talk about this. We'll talk about it later because I'm going to spoil it. Okay. All right. We're going to move on we from gonna, we gonna, We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, okay. Now, we're about to get into music, but before we get into music, we can start with the the spaz word. Uh-huh. Beyonce. Yeah. Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah. Spaz. Spaz. going to make me spaz. Now... I already, I feel like I know what you're going to say. And that's why I want to talk about it. Cause I think I'm going to be the pushback one. So what's your perspective on? You think you're going to be the pushback one? Yeah. Like I'll be the devil's I think we're on the same page. Okay. We, we, we finish it. What is your perspective? She always, <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway. So remember how, before we talked about how we had a brief conversation Ride, ride, ride the ride with me. Mm-hmm. The conversation was 
about artists talking about guns, violence, drugs, sex. Yeah. In their music. Yeah. And saying like, oh, we were, I was, we were debating about should they talk about that? Is it, is it morally right for them to talk about that stuff if they don't really do it in real life? Okay. Okay. I don't remember who said what. I don't, I don't know if I said it's not right for them to do it. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. Or if you said they should be allowed to do it, whatever. But like the point of the conversation was artists should be able to say whatever they, whatever they want to say. Yeah. And it shouldn't be held against them mm-hmm. because that's their artistry. Yeah. So Lizzo got in trouble for it first. Mm-hmm. Now Beyonce. Yeah. I feel like it's a bigger discussion because it's Beyonce. It's Beyonce, yeah. But this term, I don't know nothing about this term as far as disabilities are concerned. I've never heard it used to describe disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, But apparently, I guess it's bad to use. Um, it's a shortened version of the word spasm. So spaz. I could say my leg had a spasm. I could say my feet. Yeah, medically. have muscle spasms. And some people actually have spasms much more than the leg spasm. Like right. every like, yeah. hour there in life, damn near. Like. Right. And so, 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 I mean, like, but culturally, the word is used for, like, you about to make me go crazy. It's a hyperbole. Right. You about to make me lose my mind. You about to make me go out for whatever. Yeah. So, like... What is that word? What is that called when you take a word and you redefine it and you give it something like a different meaning? Like when it's a, like for for instance, the N word. Yeah, like it's a derogatory term if white men use it on black people, but we took it, we reclaimed it, reclaimed it. That's all I. That's what I say. I don't know the technical terms when it comes to I language. I forget what the technical term is. It's it's a word for that, <clears throat> but. I feel like spaz is a cultural word and mm-hmm. Lizzo and Beyonce didn't mean it yeah. in no bad way. They, the people that complain know that they didn't mean it in, mean it in a bad way either because they, they know how frequent, cycle. how this term is it's used you. as a phrase. Mm-hmm. I'm, and if they act as if they didn't know and don't, then like you're just being a dick. Right. But if you just don't care that they're not using it, as uh, a hyperbole and more, and you care that they're just using that all. And that's a different conversation. All right, cool. You can feel how you want to feel. Right. Uh, Do I think that I should have to change my music because you feel that way? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to sound insensitive because somebody could say that to me about the N word. Yeah. Somebody could say yeah. that to me about the N word. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, I don't like, I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted. Yeah. I'm kind of conflicted yeah. because that's a good point. That yeah. Like, so somebody else is considered a derogatory term. So should we use it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But am I using it in that context? No, but somebody could say the same exact thing about an N word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, then I, I'll be ready to fight about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All my people be ready to fight about that. So yeah. like when you bring it into that perspective, it is very conflicting because you don't know what to do. Now, from an artist's perspective, I don't know. Like, if that was you, would you, if you were Beyonce, would you go in and remove the lyrics? Cause she said she, she said she apologized and she was going to remove the lyrics. Yeah. I haven't listened to the song and still she removed it yet. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's on, gone by now. Cause would you go and remove it. Uh, I personally don't, I, I'm already particular about the words I use in songs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't use words that I don't 
already like the B word. Right. I will never say the B word in a song. <laughs> if you I don't use it in your daily I don't use it in my daily vocabulary. Right. Uh so like I think I already like crossed my T's and dyed my eyes on the, the type of words I use. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'll ever be in that situation and how I would like operate if that happens. But like seeing her do it and Lizzo do it, I I mean they they it it, it don't hurt to do it, it don't like hurt. at all. So just go in, <clears throat> re-record that line again, send it out again. Right. It don't hurt at all, just because you can't satisfy, but you just can't satisfy everybody. Yeah, I feel that's like the part that's pissing me off. I feel like if if it because I'm big on medical is uh medical like terminology. Yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm big on like just what people deal with every day and the normalcy of wanting to be normal. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely want to satisfy those people, the people that have health conditions and mm-hmm. shit. Like I have a soft spot for that. So mm-hmm. I personally would probably change it too. And it don't, it ain't that big of a deal to go change. I'm not going to be mad. Ah, oh, spaz. No, I get it. Right. I get it. Right. But if it's something like, uh, I don't know. Some, I don't know. Anything I got to do with medical. I'm cool on. I'm yeah. cool. I just, I don't like, the part about, like, going back to how you said, like, you can't satisfy everybody. Yeah. So, if somebody say something that somebody don't like in every single song, like, everybody gonna have a problem with it and want you to remove it. Like, I just... Words are used in context. hmm There are several words out here that have several different meanings. Two, two, and two. Yeah. Four, four, and four. Yeah. So, like, you, you, and your... Like, these words have different meanings and they're used in context. That's literally what the English language is about. hmm so, like, somebody says something and it's not meant for in a harmful way. She didn't say, like, oh, mental, mental, or she didn't say, like, disabilities, disabilities, fast. Like, she didn't say it in that context. Yeah. So then, how is it fair for you to take it, make it what you interpret it to be, and then tell me I can't say that in a song and want me to remove it? Is like, it the same? Is this the same way? So, say a rapper went on the track and said, Punched a punch buddy in the back so hard he had a spasm. Is that the same as saying like that? Go on. I feel like it's different. That is different for what Beyonce. Said. I know that's why I'm asking the question. Right. What do you think that there will be outrage for just using the word spasm, saying you gave somebody a spasm? Yeah. You think it will be the same that, amount of outrage? That context, yeah, because to. To give like to say you gave somebody a spasm and people actually live with that every day and it's probably very painful mm-hmm. and it hurts. So like, cause in a sense when you if you say it like that, I punched Betty in the back. He had a that you're joking about it. Like that's, that's we funny don't know to that you. we that's don't know funny that to you. you're making fun of something that you did somebody to harm them. Or they're just of being having an autobiography on their music. Like that was what I went through. I okay, punched somebody fine. they had a spasm. You did that, but like I would find that like if I was somebody that dealt with that condition, I would find that offensive because mm-hmm. like you're trying to make something sound cool and my daily life is not cool. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce saying, Oh, I'm about to spaz, spaz has been used in black culture for a long time. It's just because it's been used on mean that we can we should still keep using it. Like I get, I feel like the buddy time out punching somebody and they had a spasm is a better usage of the word and less derogative than just saying, I'm finna spaz. Like I get it. I get it. I don't know. I just feel like we're starting something that's bad because every time somebody says something that somebody don't like for yeah. whatever reason, 
they're gonna want them to remove something from a song. It's gonna be this big old movement. I think not it's really- saying that you can't call out people on their bullshit because you can, because you definitely should. But like, I just feel like if it's not used for that specific thing, if it's not used to harm nobody, if it's not used in that particular context, then how can you say like, oh, this is hurting? Like, I feel like it's all about perception and how you interpret stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I can guarantee you that that's not how Beyonce meant that. I can guarantee you that's how not that's not how Lizzo meant to say that. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure they did not mean to offend people that had spasms. But when you literally say the typical phrase, "Cause all right, I'm about to spaz, whatever." Like, I get it. It can be derogative. It can be. But I, the, it's just up to the artist it, it at the end of the day. I'm, I'm not saying that they shouldn't change it. I'm just worried about this continuing to happen yes, in the future. Yeah, well, you just police all the time what right. people say, how people say it. Right. I mean, we do it all the time with the N-word. I don't know. I feel like everybody that deal I with mean, spasms and got an issue with the word should knock niggas out. Okay. Knock a motherfucker out. They say they finna spaz and that shit offended you and they don't care. Knock their ass out, okay? Because there's a couple people that got the two pieces for not caring about the N-word. What makes us more protective because we want to protect a word that oppressed us but don't want somebody else to do the same way about words that offend them I mean, and what they got clear. going on. Is a white person really gonna get on the track and say, nigga, I dare you. <laughs> no, I dare you. but if they I did, fucking, it's going to be a lot of people I that's going to be you. very upset and say, you should remove that out the song. If not, it's going to be some problems or whatever. Same community that has but there, spasms. But the thing about the thing is what the thing that I'm saying is that nigga don't have different contexts. Nigga is nigga. <laughs> I don't care how you try to put it. The word nigga is nigga. It don't have different contexts. The word spaz has different contexts. It does. Well, it's, I guess you could say nigga at different contexts. Because you say, what up, my nigga? Or you say, you nigger. Like, it's different. <laughs> I but, hope you don't have to bleep that out. No, we okay. don't, but <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm just saying, but like, spaz, like, I don't know if it's in a dictionary if it has different definitions, but. If somebody clickbait or soundbite us, what you said, you nigger, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> Okay. And now I just said it. <laughs> oh my god! Like, but yeah, man, I get, I get it. So you can't, you can't satisfy everybody. It's really up to the artists if they want to go through that loophole of removing something to satisfy that that community. That's really just up to them. But right. you feel me? I ain't got no issue with it. Whatever the hell y'all got issues with, go off. I guess. I guess I just don't want it to turn into a whole. Cause I mean, we we can mute that though. If we see all these people crying about stuff, you can mute it. Let them cry about it, and if change happens, change happens. If not, and not. Like I don't care. Personally, I mean I, I mean, I guess I just don't want people to start. Oh, he said this in his rap song. He needs to take it out. And then like Monica Lewinsky, <laughs> gonna get on that talk about some well Beyonce while we're on the topic. Can you take my name out of partition? Girl, no. That was funny. <laughs> it's all right. It's been out for years at this point. You never stand up to now. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, now you want to start coming after people for the stuff that they say. Gee, we know who This is not about. the first time. This is not the first time Beyonce, I'm sure, has said spaz in her whole vocabulary. Yeah. This is not the first time anybody has said spaz, but because it's like of current topics, 
Now it's going to be brought up. That's all we talking about. It's a hot topic because it was trending. I know. The only thing that'll keep things from not from not trending is people not talking about it. So if something else happens and you tired of it, hopefully it will die down from stop being a trend every single time because we stop caring that you're caring about something we do not care about. If you don't care, why are you talking about it? Okay, friend. Don't use spaz in your lyrics. That's 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 what it come down to. All the people gonna come after you. They gonna come after you. That might be next. Might get an uppercut from somebody that don't like it. <laughs> but I'm just saying though, stuff do have different contexts, different. Meanings. I do. I I know. I know. Language is a it's a weird subject. I don't really care to talk about language because you're bleeding right here. Yeah, I just did that. I got issues. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to music. You're <laughs> I'm going to live. <laughs> okay, okay. I just had to tell you, like, do she know this? Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to music. <laughs> so, your boy. This is not my boy. Kevin Gates. I'm seeing stars. I'm fall out. Okay. Okay. Kevin Gates. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. So first he did Carisha Please. Yeah. With with our girl Carisha. Yeah. Then he did uh Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. With Charlemagne. Yeah. So on Carisha Please, he said a few hectic things where he was like, I'ma be up in her guts. I'ma like he Kevin Gates has always been a very explicit person. Mm-hmm. He has never changed. Let's just be clear. Yeah. He's been explicit from the day he started to now. He has been always. Same person. Same person. But I just feel like it's getting a little out of hand. Why do they keep giving this man this platform to get on hand and talk about how he be in people's guts? And- because he, he got to go on his promo runs when he put out music. And they definitely going to ask him those questions. I don't know if y'all follow the shade room or... Follow Kevin Gates or Carisha, please, or Breakfast Club. But this man got on that today and said, women with good acne, with with a lot of acne, have the best pussy. <laughs> Not saying that they don't. But we, like, why, I will never know. I don't know I, that. I would never know. <laughs> But, like, why would he get on there and say that? And how does he know that? Does he just pick women? You. You have the worst acne. Come here. <laughs> That's wild as like hell. <laughs> you. You have. I like that pimple. pimples. Come here. <laughs> you. With the acne all over your back. <laughs> Come here. Like, how do you, how did he find that out? Kevin Gate is hilarious. I be cracking up every interview. It is so bad. Like, well, I just want to know why they keep giving this man a platform. But he, okay, so we was talking about Beyonce. Mm-hmm. So in one of his in one of his songs, he said something about how he wanted to have sex with Beyonce. Yeah. He said, I don't know if Jay-Z and Beyonce into swinging, but I really want to have sex with B. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. You think that was disrespectful? He said, he said respectfully in the song. He did say, he said some. let me see if I can find the lyrics. Yeah, he said, he said respectfully. He want to fuck Beyonce. So More the story. they was on Breakfast Club talking about it's disrespectful to say that or whatever they was asking. He was like, asking him. Then DJ Envy asked him, do you think that's disrespectful to say that about somebody else's wife? Right. And he said, no. And I said in the song, respectfully, I still want to do this. And how I look at it, so DJ Envy was like, <laughs> okay, so what if somebody said about your wife? 
He said, well, shit, they live, they want to live my dream. I mean, I'm living their dream. Right. They have, they see my wife and they want her. They can't have her. He that's said, a, I don't want nobody that don't nobody else want. Yeah. And that, that's what that tells me. I, I, ch- I chose a nice woman. It's an ego boost basically. And haha, nigga, I'm, f- I'm living a dream. You want to live? That's a big up to me. That's he how said, he look at the it. The lyrics say for reference, ain't no disrespect to Jigga. Met through Nipsey. That's my nigga. <laughs> Now, this nigga is writing a poem. <laughs> He's rapping. He's, He's a, a rapper. <laughs> he said, don't know if y'all into swinging. Beyonce needs to let me hit her. This the line that's disrespectful to me. Make her piss out on this dick. <laughs> Respectfully, her body shiver. <laughs> ha! Make her piss out on this dick. Are you crazy? You need your ass beat. <laughs> like, just just saying, like, okay, you want to have sex with me? Y'all might be in swinging. Maybe not. Okay, fine. That was, that was, you, he could have left it at that. Mm-hmm. But to sit up there and say, make her piss on his dick, make her her body shiver. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what he want to do to her. She going to squirt all over him. <laughs> This is a raunchy episode, <laughs> huh? <laughs> but don't tell me. 18 and up. But, Man. but I just feel like Kevin, Kevin Gates continues to get this platform for like the wild stuff that he said. Yeah. He's never changed. Been Always been the same. But like, what is wrong with him? Nothing. And who is really having sex with Kevin Gates? He is not cute. Look, other women don't think he's cute. I mean, do think he's cute. He so. is. I mean, maybe he got that bag. I don't know. I'm not in Kevin Gates' pockets, but he looks very strange. It's the... Eyebrows that are plastered. Tattoos on the face. I, every time Kevin Gates have an interview, I'm locked in because I know I'm going to get entertainment. He is funny. He is hilarious for sure. Yes. For sure hilarious. Now. But he is so raunchy. I mean, Jay-Z ain't going to do nothing. He ain't got, he ain't finna, he finna let that blow by. I wouldn't say anything either. Like, So if somebody, if another artist said, I want to fuck your bitch, basically. You going to say, okay. It's up to my girl to get fucked for that to be an issue for me. Oh, okay. Because now you You're let... right, though, because Jay-Z and Kevin Gates, they never said they was friends. If Even they if... was friends, it'd probably be a different story. Yeah, if they was friends, I'm sure Kevin Gates probably would have never said it. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. Because he reckless. Yeah, I don't know, but shit, that's just a different conversation then for, between you and your friend, but... Right. Shit, he's, let people say whatever they want to say. If it ain't... Harming you, why should it be an issue? Am I my like disrespect is just a social construct. Like that shit is just dumb. What people find is offending, offensive, respectful is subjective to the person who actually is on the other hand of being offended. So we can't have have the conversation. Is it disrespectful? But I'm not Jay Z, and he's the he ultimate said, person. And make her piss all on this dick. That's what he wants to do. He is wild though. Like that happens in sex. People squirt. Okay, but is he not wild though? No, that's what happens in sex. He's not wild, Tamaya. I don't think Kevin Gates is wild. I think what he does is just talk about how explosive sex can be. But it's the way he say it, though, like. Expressive, very blunt. Exactly how he probably has sex. Like, like I'm sorry you got boring sex. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm like, I mean, like, I'm not one to really express or okay. say out loud what my sex life is like yeah. so like what i don't know it's just it's just very odd it's very odd 
you gonna go out there to the world and scream, I'll be licking the pussy down. No, I'm, no, I won't, but right. that's what be happening. Shit. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. Okay. You, okay. <laughs> you want to sister how a person talk about their sex life? No, I mean, fine, whatever. He's, he's, I mean, I guess, fine. <laughs> he's just wild. Kevin Gates is wild as hell, but. Yes, yeah, we, like, when I was, speaking of, like, the whole disrespect with Beyonce and shit, Beyonce did drop an album. Mm-hmm. She dropped. Uh, act one to Renaissance. There's supposed to be three acts, so three different like genres of music. So mm, this one is the is dance that album. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So this I is the dance album. Yeah. Yeah. We got thirteen. I think thirteen on this joint. So you got thirteen songs. A dance album. Sixteen. Sixteen songs. Okay. 16 songs. Okay. And the single was "Break My Soul." The single was "Break My Soul." How, uh, did you listen to the the project? I listened to it multiple times. And Three, so four times. Five, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Did you like that Break My Soul was a single out of, uh, off this? Um, I think once I listened to the whole project, I appreciated more that Break My Soul was the single. Mm-hmm. Because it was like a, a taste test or opener to what she was actually going to mm-hmm. put out. Because all of it is very similar to Break My Soul. Mm-hmm. That's the most catchy one okay. on the album. So I think I think that was the right move to release that as like to get the vibes going. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um so yeah, I listen to a lot. Now the last time we talked about Beyonce <laughs> on this channel, let's just clear the air. We are not Beyonce haters here, okay? This is not that type of party. <laughs> we just are opinionated. So if you don't like what we said, I'm sorry. But I'm Listen, not a Beyonce man. hater. I'm not a Beyonce hater. Nobody's perfect. There is what you can say whatever you want about people. <laughs> what, just make sure that it, it makes sense. Right. Like I'm not to, a Beyonce hater, but I'm also not a Beyonce super fan. So. Yeah, to come on here and say Beyonce is the worst artist of all time would be a lie. Would be a lie. Right. But to come on here and say that she's not better than Michael Jackson is subjective. Right. It's a great debate. I'm sorry, it's not to me, but right. to a lot of people, it's a great debate, and I'm willing to have it with you. Right. And some things might be negative that I say to prove my case. Right. I, there's always things to say about people. There's always room, rooms of improvement. I think it's fucking weird <laughs> that people are, are stands of people for one. So now you can hate me for saying that. Because I got a text from Maya. Yeah. When we, when we dropped the first episode. About, uh, we said something about Beyonce. I don't remember. We were talking about a song. Uh, we were talking about Break My Soul, actually. Because mm-hmm. Drake had released. Yeah. And then Beyonce released. Yeah. And um, Maya texted me. She was like, not the Beyonce slander. I said, <laughs> I'm not slandering Beyonce. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, my opinion. But we're going to get into your opinion first on the album. How you like it? Um. So, you know, I'm not a dance. I'm not a dance. Uh... What is it? What's the word? Consumer, I guess. Like mm. dance music. Like, yes, I love house music, but I love it when I'm in that environment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just go turn house music on in the car right. for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, So that's how I feel about dance uh, music. And so, like, coming into this album, okay, cool. I'm so glad that this is an uh, a three-series thing where you get different genres of music from her and it's not just a standalone project. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'll be very disappointed that this is the next album that you gave us and we've waited this long since Lemonade. That's the same thing my cousin said. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, 
that's a that's a pro for her making that move because you know Drake just gave him that and it was totally off the wall mm-hmm. and we ain't got nothing after that coming we don't know about all right cool all right boom mm-hmm. but for her yeah cool the album I don't have a a great knowledge of what dance like how a great dance album is supposed to sound mm-hmm. I don't have the knowledge of that because I don't consume as much mute I don't even know who puts out dance albums to be mm-hmm. honest because if somebody put out like a reggaeton project. You can call it dance, but it's a different. It's type totally of different types yeah. of vibes. So mm-hmm. how can you compare da- dance albums and what is great, what's not great? Right. I just think that she gave us a bunch of decent songs. You can add some, you can't add some, and it, it was cool. I think it was a complete project. I like how, well, from the start to the beginning, it's like dance where it's just a long, just series of instruments playing, minimal music, uh, lyrics. And it continuously, like, the next song flows into the next right. one. Uh, <clears throat> the nice sequence of songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I The only con I really have about this project is the beat production. I think it was uninspired. Uh, I personally thought that uh, she just was, it was just very sample heavy mm-hmm. of old, older beat uh, house, uh, not house, but dance hits, records mm-hmm. and shit. And I just like, you know, it's just it just doesn't take much creativity to just go get a song and do an interpolation of it. Interpolations can be very uh, cool, uh, but just to get a sample of it, switch it a little rule, <laughs> throw Beyonce great vocals on it. It don't take a lot of effort. It don't take a lot of effort, in my opinion, to do all of that. Now, if somebody that was behind the scenes did that and was like, no, nigga, I was in this damn studio sweating my balls off. Sorry, but to a consumer, to me, I personally thought the beats were, you know. Subpar. Subpar, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Okay. Well, I'm going to disagree. Mm-hmm. Not on the musicality because I don't know. Like you said, like I don't know much about like dance albums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think, it, I think it actually sounded pretty good. I like the project. I said just the beats, though, like the production of it. Yeah. Her vocals was great. Oh, she wait, wait, wait. We didn't ask you. We didn't ask you. Scala wants a 10. Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. No, I really don't know. Like... You, I don't you, know what to judge. Know. Okay, you don't know what to compare. Yeah, I don't know what like. to judge because okay. even because uh, like house music has minimal lyrics, but I feel like some of her lyrics was ch- very childish. Okay, Church Girl, I think was the most childish song on there. Wow, I had that on one of my favorite songs off the album. Yeah, like you, go through the go through the uh, we're gonna go through the lyrics on just child uh, Church Girl. Cause the lyrics. Um, you 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 can lyrics. lift it up. I got it. All right. I read some. Oh, right off bat. I've been up, I've been down. Felt like I moved mountains, got friends that crowd fountains. I right, boom. I drop it like a hottie, drop it like a hottie. I said now, pop it like it's a hottie, pop it like it's a hottie. Let's get to the church girl part. I said now, drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thotty. Bad girl acting naughty, church girl don't hurt nobody. You could be my daddy if you want to. You you could be my daddy if you want to. You can get it tatted. Like, put your lighters in the sky, get this motherfucking lady. She gonna shake that ass and then pretty big old titties. But it's just... It's nothing complex about the lyrics. That and, and house music is not supposed to be complex. Right. But when you actually listen to her sing this on the beat, it sounds even more childish yeah. than just reading the lyrics. Yeah. In my opinion. Right. Well, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the, it's different. I agree. It's different for Beyonce. And me and my cousin were talking about it and I was saying, uh, well, she was saying she was, ups- she would be upset if, we waited all this time. Mm-hmm. The last project we got from Beyonce was Lemonade. Mm-hmm. 
she waited all this time. Now, my cousin is a Beyonce super fan. Mm-hmm. She loves Beyonce. Like, yeah. diehard Beyonce fan. Yeah. So, like, to release this, and if this was it, and we waited all this time, we would be very sad. Yeah. And so, me and my cousin were also talking about how um, she she's also a super fan of The Weeknd. And mm-hmm. so, she's like, I really love The Weeknd. I go all out for... She will spend her last dime on weekend concert tickets, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she said there are also some songs about the weekend that I that are not my favorite that I do not really care for that I do not like. And yeah. So we were talking about that because people be Beyonce could do no wrong. Beyonce could do no wrong. Yeah. Again, this is not hate towards Beyonce, but but just saying like let's just be honest. Was it good? Was it not? It's okay to say oh well maybe this wasn't a classic album, or maybe this wasn't a classic act, but it was okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it still be okay. We can still move on with our lives. We don't have to do the whole be high, <laughs> attacky. You know what I'm saying? Because you said that. But yeah. I think it was good though. Like I found myself turning it on multiple times. Like okay, and I like I said, I appreciate break my soul more now that I've heard the whole act as a you know as a whole. Mm-hmm. I, now that I heard it as a whole, I like it more. But I had a few. Let me see if I can find the songs that I I like thick. I didn't like thick. Uh, I like uh, uh, energy. What's it called? Energy. Mm. Okay, the ones I got is cozy. I like that. That's cool. Comfort it's all right. My skin. <laughs> cozy, cozy. Hey, <laughs> I like that one. Cozy, cuff it, church girl. Virgo's Groove and America Has Problems. It's not. That's solidness. Solidness. I like those. I like those. So, I don't know. I can't, like you said, I can't compare it to nothing else. I don't know about the dance albums either. But, yeah. um, I liked it though. It's different. It's different. I liked it better than Drake's dance album. I can say that for sure. I agree. I can say that for sure. I agree. But, um, I liked it. it cool. What do you, why do you think they're giving us dance right now? Like, summer almost over with. I don't know. Like, I, you think they'd be communicating? Yeah, let's give it No, a definitely. Uh, Drake um, gave, uh, I think, it might have been Cozy. It's a song on there that he gave to her. He oh, has yeah, a credit yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I saw that. It said Aubrey Graham. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. I remember seeing that. Um, So you think they'd be? Oh, for sure. All the time. That's at the same time. Motherfuckers had Frank uh, Ocean locked in the basement in the point of their life right now. I got a thing for them. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know why they giving us dance. Maybe because we, maybe they feel like we need uplift because we still, you know, we coming out the pandemic and mm-hmm. people been sad and like, in the description of Beyonce's album, it does say like she wrote this during the pandemic. She mm-hmm. wanted people to feel good or whatever. So. Okay, keep going. Uh, <laughs> not the look. But yeah, so I don't know why they giving us dance music, but hopefully this, hurries up and runs its course and be done. Yeah. I hope this don't become a full movement. Yeah. Cause I could, I don't really care to hear a whole bunch of dance albums. I don't, not, at least not from these artists. Now, I don't know what a dance album would sound like from somebody that always released dance albums, mm-hmm. but from these particular artists, Drake, Beyonce, maybe from Lizzo. Maybe I could hear this more from Lizzo, <laughs> but not from Drake and Beyonce. <laughs> I'm good on that. Yeah, uh, we're going to skip past this now so that we can get to the music topic. 
<clears throat> so I went on a little, you know, search for some underground music, see what I like, ask mm-hmm. people for recommendations. So my sister Crystal out of Atlanta, she gave me uh, a song recommendation from an artist named Lyric London. Mm-hmm. I believe he's based in Atlanta as well. He put out a project called Big Boys Don't Cry. And she has sent me this song uh, called, it's called Baywatch. And we checked it out. We both listened to it. Mm-hmm. I like the song. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. He had, I can see him doing some good stuff. I like the song. It's a, it's the whole project, Big Boys Don't uh, Cry. It has a bunch more on there, too. I like the uh, cover art, too, of the uh, project. So I'm going to listen to the whole thing. I'm going to check it out. But I wanted to like just highlight somebody that's not known, that's not a bigger artist like the latest Drake, the latest Beyonce, yada yada. Uh, eventually, I will probably talk much more about underground people and have them come on the show too, mm-hmm. on a podcast, because we they can't become the bigger artists if they don't get platforms to have their music be uh, heard by others. Yeah. Um. One thing that I hate when it comes to like all the endeavors that I'm a part of all the business that I create is people, they be like, Oh, how can I support you? Mm-hmm. I hate that question because you never have to ask your favorite artist. How can I support you? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know how it. to do it. You just do it. You throw them on your wallpaper. You share every post that they got. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce album was leaked in Paris because Paris got it before America. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people were able to listen to it before it dropped. And Beyonce was like, you know what? I'm going to just drop it. Uh, and then like, you got people that's like, I'm really a part of the beehive. I didn't listen to it. You're fake. If you listen to it and it's not supposed to be dropped yet. Mm-hmm. Like really policing people right. about how much you support and a big fan of somebody, but you don't know how to support me like that. Right. Like this is I hate the question. Mm-hmm. It's, it's redundant because you do. You right. just don't want to. Right. Uh, so, like, that's what I want to do with the with the pod. Give these um, smaller people that don't have the record label deals, all the people that can help them get in the studio, get these videos done, some love. Yeah, because, I mean, that's a good point, too, because I think there's a lot of underground people that are really good. Yeah. And some of them are more talented than, like, people that we have out now. Or you just don't see the potential from the consumer ear right. because they don't have the big studio budgets, the big right. video budgets. Right. Yeah. And this is how we end up having people that are who like um, money long. Mm-hmm. She's given us a lot of good songs, but for a long time she was only a writer. Yeah. So like, I feel like this is how you end up getting people that only write because um, the music industry is so big on, image like yeah. promoting the image yeah. promoting like you know to get the crowd going like what do you have that it factor yeah or how mm-hmm. easily they can get money off of you so you got a viral right. song all right boom we finna give you this little one day 10 day deal real quick get suck some money out of you right drop you back off right but there's like actual people that are underground that have very good and raw talent yeah and a lot of times they'll get brushed off because they don't have that that big it factor yeah or they're seen someone will say oh write up a song for me and then I'll give it to the person that does have the it factor. You'll be on the writing credits, but they'll be able to perform it. Yeah. They'll yeah. sing it. Yeah. Whatever. So like, I think it's important that we, that we do give credit to those that are up and coming because they need it. Yeah. They need it a lot. 
So. Support it, bro. If I drop an EP right now, how don't you not not know how to support it? Right. For one, you already heard my first one, so you know I'm good. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is do everything that you would do every day. You like, you share, you comment. Right. You post on your story. You share with your friends, your families. You have links. If a new song drop, oh, I like this. Don't break my soul by Beyonce. You click share on Apple Music. You send me the link. Have you heard this song? Mm-hmm. No. Boom. Okay, send it. Even if you don't like something, you love to share negativity. Right. If you don't like one of my songs, share it. Say this shit suck so that somebody can see it. See the song. Want to click on it because they love negativity too. Mm-hmm. So they, they can try to see if it sucks so that they can then share it and say it sucked too. Right. And then actually hear it and say like, damn, this song is not bad. You tripping. They share it. This song is really good, G. Or go in the comments. You tripping, bro. This shit good. Right. Now y'all having a conversation about my songs. Right. Some of your followers might see that conversation. Go and click on the comments. Be nosy. Read. Click on the song because they want to see if they could be a part of the conversation. It's so many ways yeah. to support people. Even if you don't have a big okay. clip. I found this on the web for conversation is so a living wage <laughs> Siri get out our fucking conversation you gotta uh click on the um screen see if it changed what the heck okay it went away uh, is this still recording though <laughs> yeah I believe so let me just go ahead for I know you lying it's still going <laughs> Lizzie, I promise you, we are okay. The podcast, the episode the will not be is listening. <laughs> but, but yeah, man. Yeah, I don't even know what I was going to say. I don't know. I don't know what she's going to say either. <laughs> I am so shocked that, that just happened. <laughs> Your heart dropped. Yeah, you thought it was over with. I didn't know what was going on. We was going to be done with the podcast forever. We no more recording. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say, but. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Word of mouth, even if you don't have a big platform, Mm -hmm. word of mouth is still uh, a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you, the people that used to pass out their CDs on the street, Mm -hmm. that's how you found about Mm three-piece. Yeah. Everybody know three-piece, they used to go in random places sing their music. Yeah. Pass out their CDs. Yeah. We talking about when people was downloading shit on LimeWire. Yeah. Like, putting it on CDs and handing it out. And you know how you supported them? You got the CD, even though you probably didn't want it. Right. You got in your car and you put it in. Right. You heard it. Damn, it's good. Right. Now you finna share with other people. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ooh. Ah. We're not about to Ooh. give a performance today. <laughs> but yeah, three pieces piece that shit, though. <laughs> nah, you're right. I'm mad because they never really, like, they did blew it. up They real. did it. They blew up in Chicago, but they ain't never really, like, make it. Ooh, Eyes is their best song. That's yeah. my shit. Yeah. But yes, bro. Shout out Lyric London. L-Y-R-I-K. Mm-hmm. London spelled the regular way. Yeah. The song we listened to was Baywatch. Yep. His project is called Big Boys Don't Cry. You can... I, I got it off Apple Music. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's on other platforms, but if you have Apple Music, you can at least find it on there. Put yeah. it, Just put in Lyric London. London. His project will pop. Yeah. It's a purple cover with a, a light skin man on it. Yeah, yeah. Shut y'all out. And if you have other people, you feel like they're really good. Don't get. Don't send me. Don't no send the. Hot booty do body. not DM the podcast page and send hot butt trash. We're only going to highlight people that are extraordinary talent. Okay. Yeah. Don't send. Don't send your little cousin Ray Ray. I uh, promise you, we're not flashing the guns no. in his music video. Please no. don't send that. Cause Please. we, cause I'm not saying you should, like support everybody. Like, if it's good, G, stop hating and share that shit. Right. But yeah, 
Please don't send Lil Ray Ray because we gonna send it right back and say no. <laughs> Please. Uh, you want to double? Okay, let, let, let's let's go back to, back to to the, to the mental health. Okay, you go ahead. I'll say what I had to say. Okay. Well, yeah. <sighs> uh, so like your upbringing and how it can predict the person you're going to be when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so like easily on P Valley with uh Derek and him experiencing abuse by the hands of his father, he then continued that cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm. That's just an extreme version of how that mentally, mentally, what went on in the household can become your story mm-hmm. as you get older. One, uh, like this, the t- this topic is pretty self-explanatory. I think everybody can pretty much agree that your upbringing can determine the type of person that you become. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of people take the accountability piece of that statement, that belief. Cause I think that <clears throat> yes, your upbringing can determine uh, the person you you could become when you're older, mm-hmm. but your story has to somehow change to only be yours and not include your parents' story. Right. So like your parents, they might've experienced traumatic um, moments in their life by the hands of their upbringing and let that become their story and never went through the, the times of healing, coping with their issues, becoming a better individual before having kids. Mm -hmm. So yes, that, that is their story. And then they put on that same trauma those curses onto you and it becomes your story but at a certain time a certain point in your life you gotta you gotta you know i said like hey somebody has to stop this cycle mm-hmm. somebody has to go get help go to counseling try something new mm-hmm. you go through years of nobody ever experiencing counseling what that could look like why not be the one that finally just that that tries it Right. See if that works out. See how that can help you so that you can then be that example for your kids. What counseling could look like as an adult, mm-hmm. as a child, as a teenager, as an elder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what a healthy relationship can look like. So, like, somebody has to stop and say, That's like, no there's my parents' story is no longer my story. My story is my story. Mm-hmm. Stop blaming your parents for everything. Yes, it did affect you right a lot but don't use it as a crutch don't use that as a crutch and you gotta you know you gotta change and you gotta be better than what your parents are like mm-hmm. in totality not like oh my mom my dad used to beat on me so i'm beating on my kids but only a little bit sometimes yeah. i ain't talking about that i'm talking about like, cut it completely off no yeah. more abuse yeah because <clears throat> that's what Derek said in the um in p valley he was like or Miss Mississippi said something like, oh, your dad used to beat on you, but you're not going to beat on my kids. You're not going to beat my kids, like yeah. That. And he was like, oh, Keyshawn, it's not that serious. Like, it's, I just gave him a spanking. Like, he was getting on my nerves, so I just hit him or whatever. And, like, <clears throat> we were saying, like, don't use your traumas as a crutch. And, like, Shani said the last episode, the people that get therapy are the smart people. Mm-hmm. People that don't get therapy... You need serious help. Mm-hmm. But the people that decide to go ahead and get therapy are smart. And me and my best friend, we was talking about how the older generation, not that they shun therapy, but they don't think it's important to get. They'll be like, oh, therapy, like, who, like why, would, why would I go do that? Or like, you don't hear a lot of, like, therapy, like, getting help and, like, therapy and, like, saying it's okay not to be okay, I feel like has come up from, like, millennials gen z like Mm -hmm. we've really brought that to the surface yeah so 
I don't know, like or they be like, oh, girl, talk to my talk to your mama. You right. talk to me. <laughs> no, I cannot. You gave me this abandonment issue. Like it's I not. Feel like, I feel like you just threw a little shade. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did it. I did it. But yeah, I did it. <laughs> don't be talking about my friend. Don't do I did it. No, but I'm serious. Like. <laughs> They just think that keeping things in the house is right. like it's just you know. Yeah. Nah. Sometimes you gotta go talk to somebody else. What what be um what Beyonce be saying that her husband wants to talk to the lady? <laughs> the lady, everybody needs to go talk to the lady. Talk to the lady. Go talk to the lady because maybe after you talk to the lady, some things could change in your life. Yeah, shit. I was watching an interview with Mary J. Blige uh, recently with Angie Martinez, and she was talking about how she's in therapy. She's so proud of the person that she is. Now Mary J. Blige is like. 40 late 40s 50s mm-hmm. she's finally in there because because she's never did it mm-hmm. after all the shit she was she went she went through a lot mm-hmm. she never did it she's finally doing it and she said that she's like she can really be happy about the person that she is now mm-hmm. you don't want to be 50 40 finally being able to say that about yourself you want to be finally living now right like and by that time by the time you 40 50 you didn't have kids you didn't pass it on to your kids now. yeah yeah, <laughs> your, yeah. Your, kids lives. your kids see that practice early on and that just becomes what they deem to be right mm-hmm. and not something that they deem to question and find and, and like not want to ask questions to you because they you might be like no that shit nah, nah. yeah like you know, you know change just in the cycles of shit yeah for in sure. the cycles of shit and create your own story yeah yeah it's hurtful Mm-hmm. Keep uh, on, uh, keep on doing that to people just like, and, and I feel like some people know that they be passing on generational curses Yeah, and they just don't care enough to be like, okay, let me go. Or nobody has called them out on it. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I forget who I was just talking to about this, but like we've gotten to a point where like calling people out has become like disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Or, like, saying something to somebody because you don't like what they said or did is, like, becoming disrespectful. When I, In all truth, like, in all honesty, we need people to tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. We need people to check us. Because mm-hmm. without that, people are just willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Like, you need somebody to tell you, like, no, nah, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. Be honest with people. Like, don't lie. Like, if you, if you, if you seen something happen or your friend did something and you know that was not right, don't don't sit up there and let them do that. Check them about that. Tell them, like, I friend. Will, I think I'm you should. You. I think you should get some help about that. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't. I mean, like, I know you just experienced, you know, whatever you experienced, but I, I think it's traumatized you, or I think it's had an effect on you, and I think you should go get some help about that. Yeah. Regardless of if they be mad or not, drop that in their ear. Now, whatever they do with it, that's up to them. Yeah. But don't sit up here and be, oh, it's gonna be okay, and you know what I'm saying, holding people hand because that's contributing to the issue. Yeah. You need to address stuff. People need to stop being, oh, I don't want to be mean. No. Sometimes you, you, you ain't got to say it in a mean way, but sometimes you definitely need to be honest with people. Yeah, I agree. Shit. You got, uh, you probably have a habitual cheater as a friend. Mm -hmm. All they do is cheat on all the girls that they with. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it ain't your business. Mm -hmm. That's their business. Mm -hmm. People love that. It ain't my business. It ain't my business. That's like not holding them accountable, though. Yeah, you know, I, all, you, the least you could do is at least question them. Make sure they okay. Hey, friend, man. Why, why you be treating these girls like this, man? Right. What, what, you, got something, you got something going on. Mm-hmm. You don't never want to settle down. Right. You okay? It ain't nothing wrong. Like I feel like you talking to me just trying to pick my head, see where I'm at with it. Right. 
not like disrespecting me or telling me that I should not be a cheater, telling right. me how I should live my life. Right. Like, damn, you don't want to settle down when you think you want to settle down. Right. Shit, man. Now y'all finna talk about it. Right. You probably get to learn more about your friend. Right. Shit, yeah. I agree. I feel like if you don't, I feel like something is wrong with you. Like, hey, you, you, you see it's going on. Like, you see that it's the morale and stuff is not aligning. Mm-hmm. And you just continue to let it happen, and you one of them people that be like, "Oh, it's not my business." Yeah, and those be the people that you don't ever check. They be the ones bringing drama to the friend group, like the girls that they cheating on. They keep keying up the cars or sh- right. busting out the tires. <laughs> we come out the club, the tire gone because your girl, you cheated on her. And, right, like <laughs> I feel like people, people that don't say nothing, people that sit back and let stuff happen. I feel like something is wrong with you. Like, why you don't want to speak up? What's wrong with you? You just. You just gonna watch it happen, mm-hmm. even though it like even though it don't agree with your morals and values, but you still friends with that person. Yeah, and you like I just couldn't be. I just don't think I could be friends with somebody and they doing something that's really don't agree with my morals and values. But I'm gonna continue to let you do it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna still be friends with you, and I'm not gonna say nothing about it. Yeah, like at some point I'm gonna say something. Yeah, and I mean it's up to you to to do whatever you want to do with that information. But I feel like as a friend, it's my job to be like, yeah, that's not that's not cool. Yeah, I so, agree. I don't know, y'all, but That's stop, it. stop carrying on these generational curses for sure. Yeah, break them. Break every chain. I don't know why I wanted to do that, but I did. Yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, um, now that you say that, the next music topic, we're going to talk about gospel. Oh, we're gonna talk about gospel music. Well, you going to take that one because I don't know what the hell you're going with that. We're going to talk about gospel music. Cause, cause Ty Trivet, you know who Ty Trivet is. I know the name. Ty I know Trivet. what he looked like. He loved to talk about homosexuality and his gospel music. Oh Lord! And his gospel music. And his gospel. You music. gotta send me a song. He said, "I, I, I, I'm not gonna quote it right now. We are gonna talk about it on the next episode." Uh huh. Yep. He said, "Come out of homosexuality in his song." That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. I wonder what he rhymed with that one. <laughs> that's what he said that's what he said I have to find the exact what's song. the word he rhymed with homosexuality <laughs> I don't know but Ty Tribbett it's a lot of people that be in that gospel music wild in gee you yeah we yeah I'm sending me a couple we songs gonna, we gonna talk about it we gonna talk about it we gonna get into it but um, get to that get to that okay so which post we digesting the uh the upbringing one I mean uh, no the communication Hillary Banks nah about communication and generations and shit yeah that's Hillary Banks Okay, Hillary Banks said on July 19th <laughs> on Facebook, she said, you older folks need to learn that one. Yeah. Okay. You older folks need to learn how to talk to younger people, especially your adult children. You don't get to tell me how to use my mouth when you're going crazy with yours. Y'all also need to learn the real definition of the word disrespect because younger people are allowed to express their feelings the same as you. And you may not like it, but that doesn't make it disrespectful. Moral of the story is treat younger people with the same respect you demand from them or be disrespectful and get disrespected. Choice is yours. Get disrespected. Be disrespectful. Get disrespected. Be disrespectful. Wow. (sighs) So let's digest this post. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wish I'm with Hillary. Yeah. Ain't no old 
Betty gonna disrespect me. Oh, Betty. And get away with it. Okay, Tamaya. Say what you gotta say for real. And shut up. <laughs> no, it, no, oh, Betty that gotta walk with a cane gonna tell me I'm disrespectful. I will trip you. Are you kidding? You're going to jail for senior abuse. <laughs> wow. We do not condone senior abuse, y'all. This is sick. They can hit you with a walker? Tamaya. Okay, I'm done. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and say yeah, what you got to say. Yeah, man. I mean, it's simple. It's easy. I feel like the only person that probably disagree is the elders. Yeah, the elders, for oh. sure. You, you don't, need to respect You need to respect ours. me. <laughs> respect your elders. What I say goes. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah. You walk into this apartment right here that I pay for, and you leave your shoes, I don't in know, the on the, of the floor. in the middle of the floor. I'm going to tell you to pick them up. And if you say, no, you're being disrespectful, you can kindly leave. Right. I will throw your cane out there with you. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I think what you were saying, it's like adult, it's like kids never grow up to be adults as long as the adults that are there are living mm-hmm. and that's fucked up to say because like we eventually grow up and pay bills yeah we take care of our responsibilities we do what we supposed to do yeah so then but you still telling me to watch my mouth you still tell i mean granted you shouldn't be going around your granny saying motherfucker fuck you all it like not to her but you shouldn't go in that mouth full of curse words you yeah. know what i'm saying but like if you say Oh yeah, her ass, and it's like in casual conversation. But then you gonna look at me and be like, "Now, respect me." <laughs> or they say something wild to you, and you not supposed to react. Then that's the problem. Like, oh, stay in a child's place, stay in a child's place. But you just call me every name in the book. Mm-hmm. You're the adult here, right? Yeah. You just said everything to me. Just put your hands on me, did all this, but I can't smack your ass back. <laughs> I can't say nothing back to you. Like, I'm an adult. I pay my bills. I do everything that an adult does. Yeah. But now you're upsetting me because I said something that you don't agree with. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, it's messed up. And, like, we was talking about how, like, um, you were saying something about how, like, you don't think that there should be anything as an adult or a child. Because we're all growing. There's all moments for growth. Yeah. There's no book to life. Yeah. So... We're always learning something new. Yeah. And you're always younger to somebody older. Yeah. So it's like, it's really just a, age is a social construct. Yeah. You use age as a way to enforce power over people. Mm-hmm. Weird. Flex. Mm-hmm. But okay, go off. You're 50. Right. Old ass. But. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, you're 50. <laughs> yes. But like, I hate that the whole term with age comes with, with wisdom. Mm-hmm. Cause you could be old as hell and dumb as hell. Dumb as hell. Time. I really don't con uh uh I don't uh relate intelligence with wisdom mm-hmm. at all. I yeah. think wisdom is just like you've been through some stuff, you know a little bit. You just experience with doing things. Mm-hmm. You've done more. Mm-hmm. So if you had that, you you've faces doing taxes every year. This is my first time doing taxes. You have wisdom. Mm-hmm. You're. You can you because you can also now know what the fuck you're still doing and you've been doing it for ten years mm-hmm. so you're not educated about it mm-hmm. you don't have the intelligence behind doing taxes mm-hmm. but you have the wisdom mm-hmm. I just think that's just a word to say experience mm-hmm. so 
A motherfucker that think, well, you ain't been through enough with me. Yeah, you have more wisdom. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean you're more intelligent at all. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at the shit. And so that's why I think age is just a social construct because older people, like they like to think they're smarter than you. And that sometimes is not the case at all. Yeah, I still be teaching people slavery facts. Mm-hmm. I, I teach people that conversate is not a word. It's converse. Right. Like, and they're 47. So like, (laughs) and I don't mean that I'm above you at all because I know something more than you do. And that's the problem. They see it as a threat. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Like that just means that there's so much left to learn so much, so much to grow at. And just like, I'm constantly wanting to grow. You should always want to too. Yeah. So somebody younger come to you and say, Hey, conversation's not a word anymore. Converses. Like, oh shoot, for real? I never knew that. Okay. And move on. Like, don't try to tell me. You think you've been to school? You like, think you better than me? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. For sure. For sure. No, for sure, though. And the, and the thing about it is, is that, like, times change. Mm-hmm. And so with time changing, you have to stay. I don't want to say politically correct because that's not the word I'm looking for. But, like, okay, for example, back in my mama times, being gay, being LGBTQ, anything mm-hmm. was not like praised, was not like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you came out. Yeah. Oh my God. But now today, like we have coming out parties. We have like, we are excited when somebody. Pride. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's not shunned on that much anymore as it was like back in her time. Yeah. So like now we have introduction in the workplace with like pronouns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Them, they, their. She, her, hers, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like different pronouns. And so you'll find that the older generation will be like, well, why I got to learn this? Or why I got to do this? Mm-hmm. And like times are changing. Mm-hmm. So like you may not be educated on these things, but get educated on it. And let's not act ignorant. Yeah. Let's not be ignorant. Like, okay, it might not have been a thing back then, and I think that's what me and my mama like buttheads a little bit. It's like, okay, something in your past, it wasn't as acceptable, but now today it is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And so either you have to get with the program or you become that person where people are like, okay, she is like ignorant or like she is like not getting it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so I be having to tell my mama sometimes, like, okay, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. You pushing it. Yeah. Like cut it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nah, nah. Me and my mama in the R. Kelly case, <laughs> don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's hard because older people be so like stuck in their ways, yeah. and they be so like, "Uh, you're the child, I'm the adult. Listen to me." Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. I it's promise. It's creepy you. crawling across the. Screen. Yeah, it's a new computer. Okay. That's what it's just do what it wants. Oh, it's new. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bought a new one? Shh. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I'm just saying though. So, um, yeah, those be really, and they find it threatening. Like when you correct them or when you say something like, oh, um, yeah, I think you should say it like this and not like that. Or when you try to do a teachable moment, they yeah. just really get like offended. Yeah. And, like see it as a threat or a disrespect. It's so weird how older people, like we're eventually will become the older ones. Mm-hmm. I hope we are not like how the older ones are because I feel like they only repeat what people that were older did to them. Yeah. It's like before 
pedophilia wasn't acceptable during their time, mm-hmm. but it was a long time ago. It was acceptable. Right. And so it's stop being it in your time period. It wasn't. And so, you know, like this is not cool. Mm-hmm. The people that was uh, older than you look like some y'all acting like it's not, it's not okay. Right. Like what's wrong with me having it? My wife is 26 years younger than me. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. Like, now you're just doing the same thing. So now you just bring that over to the homosexual thing. Right. It's just the same shit. Right. Something that's not acceptable is acceptable now or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it's just not what you grew up on. Right. Get with the times, yeah. man. If it ain't harming you, get with the times. Get with the times, for sure. So, yeah, man. I think uh, adults and the whole kids thing, it's, it's, like, it's just a social... Co- like, yes, the youth is real. People mm-hmm. are younger. People mm-hmm. are older. Mm-hmm. We should care about the youth. We should care about everybody, but, like, when you're young, we just talked about it. Your mm-hmm. upbringing can determine the type of adult that you are. Mm-hmm. So, we like, we should really put a lot of focus into the youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but adults are just big-ass kids still trying to figure shit out. Yeah. There is so much to learn every day. Yeah. And there, you can never learn all of that stuff. And you so, can learn stuff from a, a, a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they say babies, like, you could bring a baby into an environment and you can automatically tell how that environment is set up. Because mm-hmm. babies know. Mm-hmm. So, like, how you going to say that in the same statement and then say kids don't know nothing? Yeah. Kids know. Mm-hmm. They'll come in and tell you fat to your face. And the doctor just told you last week that you needed to lose some weight, but you hated the doctor about it. Mm-hmm. And the kid just told you to your face you fat. Yeah, but now you're going to beat that kid ass. But the doctor said it. You ain't going to beat that. Right. That ain't that a kid disrespectful. Yeah, the kid disrespectful. But when, when Dr. <laughs> Jeffrey said... <laughs> Oh. You're obese. You wanna? Oh, oh right. darn! Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kids be knowing for real. It, yes. it just goes to say that, like, don't ever shut your brain out from a teachable moment. It don't matter if the person is younger than you or older than you. Mm-hmm. You should always be receptive to new information. Always have your mind open to accept different point of view. New information. Or, yeah, you yeah. don't know how it affects that person or how it may affect you. It may change your perspective on something. Yeah. So definitely always be open-minded. And she said, be disrespectful, get disrespected. Get disrespected. And I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. I don't care who you are. Bro. Mm-hmm. Period. Don't disrespect me. That's the gym. That's the gym. We dropped it. Period. What, uh, I'm going to ask you the question that we asked on social media before we close out. Okay. What would you say to your younger self? What would I say to my younger self? I think I actually had a dream about this after I watched the the, uh, the social media one. Okay. I don't know. I think this is what I said. Weird. I don't know. And this may sound this may sound contradicting because I actually have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But like to my younger self, I would say worry less about boys. Not that I was super indulged in boys, but like worry less about what people think of you in relationships Mm -hmm. and worry more about your plan Mm -hmm. because I find a lot of times that people get caught up in like, oh, oh, people be like, oh, I need a man. I need a man Mm -hmm. or, oh, I want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Relationships, headache. Relationship equals headache. <laughs> so not saying that I regret mine or nothing like that. Cause okay, fine. It does give me a headache, but it's cool sometimes. Mm-hmm. sometimes you know but like, 
I would just say that, like, to my younger self, worry less about what people think of you. And that's in friendships and, like, romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. And worry more so on my plan and what my plan is. And, like, worry about my personal self and how I'm going to get through. Okay. Because I like, I, I like, I'm a social butterfly. So I like talking to people. But them same people let me down. Yeah. And then I was sad. Yeah. So, like, worry less about, you do need relationships. Don't get me wrong. You need friendships. You need romantic relationships because they teach you stuff. Mm-hmm. And you need good friends to lean on. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But in school, as a kid, friends are mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, middle school was treacherous for everybody. <laughs> like, you want to talk about bullies? Mm-hmm. Go to middle school. But, like, I would worry less about friendships, worry less about relationships, and worry more about me. What's my plan? What I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. What would you say to your younger self? I, uh, I mean, I would just say, like, everything you're doing, keep, keep doing, doing it. it, but just do it at a larger rate. Mm-hmm. Put more in effort into it. Like, I don't think, like, I was I was a lazy student. Not lazy. I was a lazy student because it was easy. Mm-hmm. That's a typical story, story for people that get good grades. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you just slack because it's so easy. You get bored. Facts. I feel but, like, yeah, I, like, I, I would just tell myself, to, you know, just put more effort into everything that you're doing, even though it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. It feels like you get bored. Still. Keep that same passion and fire and just be more than what you're doing. Yeah. Don't succumb to me, uh, being mediocre or wanting to take a break. Like, just go harder. Mm-hmm. I would say that. And I also would say, don't care about what people think. Yeah. There's been moments where I did care. And sometimes that shit missed. Uh, uh, I missed out on uh, experiencing like stuff yeah. in life. Mm-hmm. So I was just, you know, definitely don't care what other people think. Yeah. Go hard at everything that you are passionate mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Yeah. Step on these niggas' heads. You be having these moments where, like, it's just calm, cool, and collective, and then you just, like, you just, like, <laughs> lash, you just, like, lash out. And I'm concerned, friend. I'm concerned. I just got to give a, put an emphasis on the parts sometimes. An emphasis or emphasis? Emphasis. Right. Thank you. Okay. Okay, friend. Okay. Because what you, you say, being disrespectful. Because what you say that day we went to the ball. What? And I said. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in to episode six. Yes. I hope y'all got some gems from this. Mm-hmm. We dropped a lot of knowledge. This was, this was knowledge heavy. Okay. This was knowledge heavy. But it was fun, though. Yeah, man. Don't forget. Follow us on our social medias, man. We're going to get it popping. Keep keep the conversations going. Period. Peace out. See y'all. Episode 7. Just watch the damn podcast.